Hi and welcome back to another episode of Attract with your host Anna Rumbold. In today's episode I'm joined by Anita who specialises in social media strategy and content for introverts. In this episode we dive into the how behind building a u-shaped strategy, what that looks like, how it can enable you to attract more perfect fit clients and three things you can go away and do today to get started on building your own U-shaped strategy. This was such a good conversation around something I'm really passionate about, so let's dive in. Hi Anita, and welcome to the podcast. I'm really excited to speak with you today about all things building a U-shaped strategy. So let's dive straight in. So first off, what does a u-shaped strategy mean for you i know a lot of people talk about sort of having a strategy that's built around you but i do love this phrase a u-shaped strategy and i'd love to hear what that really looks like for you yeah sure so first of all thank you for having me on i really appreciate you inviting me so for me a u-shaped strategy is basically a strategy that's shaped around like you and the kind of things that you like doing Um, and not doing the things or being okay to say no to the things that you don't like doing. Um, So for me, it would be things like, because I'm an introvert, um, it's things like making sure that I'm only on platforms that my ideal clients are on. So even though I work in social media, I don't spread myself too thin. Um, I focus on two platforms that I know I can focus on and I actually enjoy being on so that it doesn't take up too much of my mental energy. Um, so that's how I make the platform U-shaped. But then I also, in terms of content, um, I kind of create content that, again, feels e- not easy, but um, effortless and not forced uh, for me. So I enjoy writing. So I focus more on things like carousels um, and the written posts as opposed to reels on Instagram, for example, because um, like everyone, I tried the whole pointy thing, dancey thing when the reels came out and it was just cringe. And like when you're, so, when you're in social media, uh, and I guess even if you're not, when the new thing comes out, you feel like you've got to do the thing because everyone else is doing it. But um, one of the sort of mottos of having a U-shaped strategy is to not feel like you have to do that. I mean, it's okay to try it out, but then if it doesn't fit, if it doesn't feel good for you, if it doesn't fit with your personality, then it's kind of okay not to do the thing. So for me, a U-shaped strategy is like, in terms of social media, going on the platforms that you enjoy being on, but also obviously where your ideal clients are, creating content that fits with your natural style and your personality, um, and also being okay with saying no to things that you don't want to do. Yeah, absolutely. I, I love that. And I wholeheartedly agree with everything that you said. And actually, interestingly, I, I don't know what your thoughts are, but I, I sort of think of this from two perspectives as, as you were talking. The first being, of course, the kind of content that you enjoy doing is probably also going to be the content that you're best at creating. So you're much more likely to show up consistently. Um, you know, you're much more likely to stick to a plan. Is that the kind of thing that you see? Definitely. And I always talk about the energy, like when you create content from a place of like, oh my God, I'm so excited to write this or um, this was really good to create. I feel like it comes across in your posts when something feels really forced um, and like you're just doing it for the sake of it. I feel like it loses, almost loses that essence. That might sound a bit rude to some people, but I don't know, like you can always feel like I've I've had people say to me, oh my God, I could really feel your excitement in that post. And like, you know, um, that's what made me sign up because I could really feel the energy. And I feel like when you're creating from that space, um, your content's naturally going to land with your audience. And I think if you're 
uh, creating content that you like and you've got an audience of people who are similar to you they're naturally going to like that kind of content as well yeah i totally agree with you and i agree with you about energy and people do buy our confidence don't they but also if you look at that on the flip side if you're doing something you feel really uncomfortable doing, that's probably not instilling that confidence that you want to in your ideal client because they are going to probably see that. Definitely. You can tell that like, when you look at stories for it. So I hate doing talky stories on Instagram. Like absolutely. I don't know why. Like if I go live with someone else, I'm absolutely fine. But for some reason, the talky stories make me feel cringe. So I try and like, I don't really do them that much. Um, and when I, I felt like when I did do them, um, they felt really forced and they didn't feel natural so i felt like my audience that came across in my audience but obviously as i've gone on i've got a bit more comfortable doing it but again i even though people say that you should do that to sort of nurture your followers i i don't do it as much because it doesn't feel right to me so i feel like um it's okay and i use another way to nurture them i totally agree with you and i think as well that actually reminds me of the second perspective i had on the answer to the first question you talked about being on the platforms where your ideal client hangs out, but also where you want to be. And actually that really, to me, differentiates a generic strategy because the generic strategy is the one that, you know, tells you you've got to be everywhere all at once, but you're using data and making data informed decisions to then align with where you want to be and how you want to be showing up. So I think that's a nice distinction, isn't it, between that generic strategy and that U-shaped strategy? Definitely, because especially with social media nowadays, there's so many different platforms and all of them are kind of a full time job in themselves. Um, so if you're trying to go on all of them, I mean, you can, uh, but you're not really going to have it's just going to be very surface level. You're not going to be able to go deep um, into the messaging and sort of nurturing the audience stuff. So it kind of becomes just I don't feel like you can build relationships um, as well as you could if you just focus on one or two platforms, because then you can really focus on like that content, building the audience on that platform um, and really like building genuine connections rather than just, you know, feeling like you've got to be here, there and everywhere and doing things like half heartedly rather than doing things like, you know, with proper soul and purpose. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and as you said before, you know, that that energy just moves through doesn't it it's in everything that you do in everywhere that you are so i think that's huge so why do you think it can be a challenge for experts online business owners to build a u-shaped strategy that really works for them so i think we kind of touched on this before well when you open social media there's you're literally bombarded with posts like someone saying you should do this another person saying you need to do it this way you need to do it that way and if you don't come from marketing background um, I feel like all of that noise can be really overwhelming and then when you're getting started you kind of you do take those posts and you think okay this person's saying this so I'm going to try that um, oh no but this person said I need to go on this because it's the latest thing so I need to do that and I don't think you have the confidence to kind of because you might not, might not know the subject that well or you might not have found your feet yet um, you might not have the confidence to think no I'm not going to do that or no this doesn't this doesn't feel right to me you feel like you have to do it I mean, I know I did when I when I first like started, even though I did work in marketing, even on social media, I kind of just did what everyone else thought, thought I had, like the extroverted people normally um, told me that I had to do to succeed. It was only like when I was a few years in that I kind of found my feet. You find, you kind of build your personal brand, you find your, your way of doing things that I felt confident kind of saying, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to do it this way. Um, but I feel like when you're starting out, it's there's so much noise, it can be overwhelming, which is why I think it's good to 
kind of draw yourself or like be it's good to be drawn to like a particular account like yours or ours or whatever and kind of stick to just a few accounts that you really resonate with and to get your advice from rather than following like loads of um, social media marketing people for example because they all everyone's got their own different styles and like one person could be saying this and one person and I'm not saying both of them can be right but normally they're right for them and I feel like we've you've got to be confident enough to take the bits that you need um, and put them together which sometimes isn't always so easy um, when you're doing it yourself yeah I totally agree I see it a lot as well with experts and like you say especially those who don't have that marketing background seeing lots of different posts about what they should be doing i agree it can be noisy it's overwhelming i think especially as well if it kind of instills that fear around you know if you're making this mistake you won't sign clients and that kind of thing you can see why can't you that it kind of makes people feel like they're not going to succeed unless they follow this tip or this thing so yeah really agree with you on that point Definitely. I'm, I'm not definitely not a fan of the whole scaremongering stuff. Like I, it just puts me off um, that whole putting people down, making people feel like they're not enough. And, um, you know, you want to be empowering and you want to be people are trying their best um, on social media and not everyone's a marketer. So it's not I think I feel like it's our job to empower people with the knowledge and give them the confidence to say, hey, look, you can do this, uh, but maybe kind of tweak what you're doing. To, um, and this is how you can improve it rather than saying you're doing this wrong and kind of pointing the finger because um, like, you know, that's not going to get anyone anywhere. Yeah, absolutely. And, and equally as well, if you're sharing content on social media with the aim to attract clients, it's going to be better to do that from a place of empowerment as well. So that those people feel empowered to make that buying decision rather than feared into it. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. You don't want the people who are scared to work with you. You want people who are excited and, you know, ready and confident to work with you. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree. So with that in mind, where would you suggest starting when it comes to taking those first few steps towards building a strategy that does feel really U-shaped and aligned? So I always say, start with you, like, who are you? So some people will say like, you need to know who your ideal client is and all that stuff, which is, yes, you do. But I always, when I work with my clients, I always start with like the client, like, who are you? Who do you want to be known as? How, how do you want to come across? What are your values? What do you stand for? Um, and then how can we use that? Cause that's your secret source um, that you're going to infuse into all of your content. And until you know, and then after you know what that is, then you go to find your ideal clients and who they are. Um, and then you kind of infuse both of them together. Um, but I always say start with you because that's the that's the thing that's going to make you stand out from everyone else doing the same thing as you. Yeah, this, this is like music to my ears. I, I think that's where we align so well. There's a definite synergy between our approaches. I'm exactly the same before going into that market research. It's so important to think about you who you want to attract, who you want to be known to, what you want to be known for, all of those really important questions. I totally agree. You've, you've got to start with with you, haven't you? Definitely. And I feel like even though people like do my silent storm, that's normally the first module, like your foundation. And people are like, oh, I've done all this. I've done the value work. I've done all of this. But I'm like, okay, let's just do it again because you, you're going to be at a different stage um, from when you started. So, and people always find something different about themselves and when you sit down because you don't really sit down and think okay like how do I want to be known how do I want to come across like if someone's not in the room how do you want them to describe you like you want people to have a good experience and make them feel like things 
when you're not there. Um, and that's that's the kind of bit that we need to nail so that we can make sure your content and everything everything kind of points to that and sort of evokes those kind of feelings that you want to evoke from your brand. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I think as well, from what you just said, something that I see a lot of people, as you said, are aware of their values, they're aware of their personality traits, the people they want to attract, what their niche is, who they want to be known to. But I think it's one thing knowing those things. It's another thing being able to infuse all of that in your content and actually articulate it. I see that's where there's quite a barrier uh, quite often. Definitely. And I feel sometimes I feel like people are a bit, maybe a bit scared to show that side because it might show oh my god i'm giving an opinion or i'm showing i'm showing people i'm showing this about myself um or some people just might not know how to do it um because they say yeah this is what i stand for but how do i actually bring it into your content which is where we come in but that's the bit that i feel like people are missing and that's the bit that differentiates you from like everyone like the generic how to write a post kind of thing and it's like what's your way how do you do it like how do you deliver your thing like what makes you different and it's your values and what you stand for that makes it different to what like for for example us two we do like very similar things but our audiences are slightly different so even though we probably deliver the same service the way we talk about it might be slightly different because we might have different audiences and that's okay but there needs to be something that differentiates us otherwise you know there's nothing for the audience to weigh things up as to whether they're going to go with this person or that person yeah that's exactly what i was going to say what you say is the thing that's going to get people seeing why they should come to you you're totally right and that's why i am such a fan of collaboration over competition because i think at the end of the day the audience is going to choose the person that they connect with the person who they believe they will get the result they desire with uh, no matter whether it's a similar service or not so i completely agree with that point definitely yeah and co like, like community over collaboration always i mean there's the whole like scarcity mindset like we all know we all even though we have the same audience we have obviously slightly different takes on things um and we can have a more like richer conversation i think because we we kind of come of it come at the same subject but we might have different experiences um different angles on things and like both of that all of those things together build a better experience for the people like listen to this podcast for example so yeah why wouldn't you uh, collaborate Anthony? yeah yeah i totally agree with you definitely and i think actually uh i don't know if you agree with this but the more you do lean into who you are and the more you create this u-shaped strategy the easier it will probably feel to collaborate as well because you can really see your point of difference quite clearly yeah definitely and i feel yeah once you know who you are all the opportunities start coming so once i like niched into like the introverts for example um i started to get pretty much like within a couple of weeks like invitations to summits podcasts uh, events, um, everything, all because I was kind of like, right, this is, this is who I am, and this is who I'm gonna kind of champion. It took me a while to get here, but I feel like once you once you get there and you, you know what it is, it yeah, like you say, it becomes much easier. Not even to, not only talk about it in your content, um, but also for other opportunities, non social media related as well. Yeah, absolutely, and and that just shows actually that it does go beyond just social media platforms, doesn't it? Once you do have that U-shaped strategy, it stretches wherever your ideal client is. Yeah, definitely. And that's the thing, social media is like one part of the marketing mix, so there's loads of other stuff as well that um, have it in terms of U-shaped strategy that it doesn't just have to apply to social media. Um, in terms of other marketing that you do, so like networking, PR, 
podcast for example like all of that kind of stuff you can choose what it is that you like doing over what you don't like doing again there's a whole new world there and you can pick and choose what suits you and your personality and that's okay too yeah absolutely i love it and actually business becomes a lot more enjoyable then as well doesn't it yeah because i thought like i mean we left the corporate roles to have the freedom to do what we want and stuff like that so if you're forcing yourself to do things that you don't like there's no point is there really you want to do you want to make sure you do things that really energize you and make you feel like oh god i'm so excited to do this and like when you do that or the whatever you're like if you're on a podcast or doing an interview or whatever it, you, your energy will come across yeah definitely yeah really agree i love this topic <laughs> definitely agree with you so we've touched on the impact actually and it's broad when we really think about the impact when we think about energy confidence helping with sales feeling good really actually creating that freedom would you say that there's anything else that any other kind of impact that you can think about when we talk about finding and building that u-shaped strategy so i think the impact is like on your personal brand so we've already touched on this so when you when you build something that feels really good for you like we said like everything that you've just said um it will exude confidence you'll become known for that thing um it'll be much easier to create your content it'll be much easier for other people to refer sort of clients to you because you know you're not it's not it's really clear what you do it's not like oh does she do this does she do that i'm not sure i might need to ask her whereas when you when you know who what you stand for and who you are people that like, yep yeah, i know exactly the person should definitely help you that because you become clear with that and also from a personal point of view the u-shaped strategy means that you're doing things like you said again things that you like actually enjoy doing things that you'll feel confident doing um and so that will translate to your audience as well and hopefully get you um, grow your audience and get your leads coming in yeah absolutely yeah to totally agree with everything there i think all of those points are really powerful actually Definitely, definitely. I think it's quite empowering as well, just like doing something like, like just having a U-shaped strategy in itself, because we're all so like we all go to coaches and things and everyone has their own methods and things. I feel like it takes not guts, but you need to have a bit of like confidence in yourself to say, no, I'm not going to do it that way. I'm going to do it this way. Um, and that's when kind of knowing yourself and your strengths and your traits really comes into play and and saying and being confident enough to say no and use them and just test things out marketing is just a massive test isn't it really yeah yeah it really is it, but you're right though it does take confidence because what you're actually doing is is getting really clear on who you want to attract and in doing so you're probably actually going to repel a certain segment but that's not a bad thing because you're actually only making it clearer to the right people yeah definitely agree so we had this conversation in my coaching call this morning like when your content's too broad um and it appeals to too many people obviously you've got to have that kind of content but then it becomes you, you're just literally the same in a sea of other people but when you try and just put in like words that you, how you might say it or phrase something in a way that you might say it or that your ideal client might resonate with um it instantly kind of you know gets their attention and gets you on, on their radar rather than being like really generic yeah absolutely and i think you put the nail on the head there as well like on their radar that's that's what the aim is isn't it do you have three questions or tasks that those listening to this episode can go away in action to start shaping this u-shaped strategy yeah definitely so the first thing like we mentioned is get really clear on who who you are um, and i normally say this get my clients to kind of 
ask their audience or the people who are around them and say like give me three words to describe me um, and see if they align with the words that you you want to be known for and if they do then yeah brilliant you're on the right track and you're kind of portraying the right kind of values and uh, image and stuff but if they don't then maybe there's an opportunity there for you to kind of have a look to see how you're coming across um, in your marketing and then see how you can weave that the personality traits in second is obviously making sure you know who you're talking to um and know where they are um and then the third one we not to spread yourself too thin and choose platforms whether it's social media or other marketing channels where you feel really comfortable um and that's really important because you can't marketing is a long game you need to you need to have the consistency um, and you need to show up regularly which isn't going to happen if you're forcing yourself to be somewhere that you don't want to be so it's really important to be somewhere not only that your ideal clients are but also where you like being as well so you can build that consistent presence and the relationships and that's what's going to bring the leads in um in the long run yeah i love that tip i think that's really important i do speak to a lot of people as well who say I hate this platform, I hate that platform. And I fully agree with you. If, if you hate it, you're probably not gonna start liking it. So I think I think that is really important. Yeah, because you don't want it to feel like a chore, because like, especially with social, you've got to nurture your audience and stuff. If you're gonna be on there every day, if that's like your main marketing channel, um, you're, you're more than likely gonna be on there every day and you don't want to feel like, oh God, not this again. Um, you want to enjoy it, you want to have fun and you want to enjoy it. So yeah, big fan of that. Yeah, definitely. Well, I love those tips. I think they're really great ones. So my final question, what does building your business on your terms look like for you? And I, I know you've talked a little bit about how you've built that U-shaped strategy, but I'd love to hear uh, more about how you really are building that. Yeah, so I recently niched into um, social media for introverts. So I'm now focusing on solely on um, doing strategy for in and content for introverts. So I'm the way I'm building my business is to match my, I've really become aware of like my energy and what drains me like, as an introvert, like um, a lot of Zoom calls and social interaction and stuff, like although I'm fine doing it, it really drains my energy. So I have to like allow for kind of non-peopling days. So I've built my business in a way that I can do, because I was spending a lot of time doing one-to-ones. Um, so now I've kind of moved to a group model. So I can, so my clients, which works for my clients as well, because they're introverted, they can watch the videos and things in their own time. And then we have a monthly uh, or weekly sort of catch-up call for um, coaching. So that, in terms of my energy, I know like I'm on form for that because um, I know that's happening. And I'm not kind of, I'm not doing the same thing repeatedly with loads of different people um, like and repeating myself and saying the same thing all the time. I've got, we've got a nice little community um, and like I give them my full energy and then I've got time to relax. Um, so I'm not always, I'm, I'm listening to my energy. And also I'm on, I'm, I'm niched down to Instagram and LinkedIn only. So I'm not, when I first started, I did all the social media platforms. And although you can, like this program I've created, you can apply it to pretty much any social media um, channel. I kind of focus on just those two channels because again, for the reason like I can go in deep um, and I enjoy being on them. So um, I feel like LinkedIn and Instagram both kind of satisfy different areas. Like I like the visual elements of Instagram, but LinkedIn, I, I like the writing side of it. So yeah, 
I've kind of built um, my services around the kind of stuff I like to deliver and I like to be part of. Um, and I'm and I'm showing up in places, like we said before, that I like to show up in. Yeah, I love that. And I think that really is testament. You are, you are fully embodying that message of building a U-shaped strategy. Everything that you've said there, there's reason, it's supporting you, it's supporting the way that you want to run your business. I think that's amazing. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it's. I mean, obviously it took a while to get here, but I've kind of, you kind of have to do everything and then kind of figure out what it is that you like doing or not. And like, you might think, oh, introverts, are they going to like group programs? But it's actually, I mean, we kind of thrive in mini communities. So I'm really conscious that I haven't made it into a, like a massive thing, but I've kept it just enough. So we've all got, we've got a nice little vibe going. Um, and yeah, I'm really, I'm really enjoying this. This is quite new. I've just come off the beta kind of cohort. So um, yeah, it was a learning experience for me as well, because I was kind of building it as I went. But again, like all of my, that's another thing I do, all of my services and products I build with my audience. So I kind of build it with them. So they're getting, I, I make sure they're getting what they need from it. Um, so that again, really fits in with my values because I'm very much a co-creator rather than a, I hate the, oh, I'm the expert, you do as I'm told thing. I, I obviously tell them, I obviously have expertise and I show them how to do stuff. But I'm very much with my clients on a like, let's see how this feels on a level, like we're on a level playing field thing rather than I'm the expert, listen to me kind of thing and do as I say. Um, so yeah, that's another one. I like to co-create. So I do as much of that as I can as well. Yeah, I love that. That's a great tip actually, build your offers with your audience. Again, we get to choose the offers that we put out to the world, but that's such a good way of making sure it's what you're, ideal client wants and that's going to support you as well yeah definitely especially when it's something like a group program like I spent a good four months doing it and that was because I was getting their advice on the way if I'd done it before I mean obviously you can you can create stuff like with market research and stuff like from the beginning but if it's something like a massive chunk of like something like a big group program then I would I would definitely suggest doing it because then you can tweak it and make sure it especially if it's like your first round you can really make sure it it's exactly what they need and then you know when you go on to the next group there is you mean you've got a product that's actually like really good and that matches exactly what people need rather than what you think they need yeah absolutely you validated it haven't you yeah definitely amazing well thank you so much I've, it's been a real pleasure chatting about this it, it's something that i feel very aligned with you on i think it's so important and i think it can be transformative hugely transformative when you do lean into that u-shaped strategy so i really enjoyed chatting with you about this today no me too thank you I'm, I'm yeah i'm a big champion for having a strategy that works for you because we're all different and you know we went self-employed or freelance or whatever because we could do business on our terms so let's do that yes let's definitely do that <laughs> thanks anita